Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously, on Heroes Not Included. A dwarf of much renown for his skill at working with the relics of dragons. Baron Braunanvil and his page, Thomas. Sir, it seems that a well in the center of town is demanding tribute. Baron smiles, oh yeah? What exactly is it demanding? Turnips, sir. The great E-Rock Oak member, the great wizard of the Eighth Realm of Arbria. I know Baron has listened to a voice and somehow believes he's getting godly help. He's a simple dwarf, but he's a good friend, so I let him have his things like that. About that moment, um, the door to the pub opens up, and Erok and Baron, you recognize the person stepping through, and it's Leosin. Oh, the monk. Various nobles across Faerun are disappearing. I fear that maybe Mark was caught in the middle of whatever this is. Oh! Are you talking about Mercurio Augusto Domine? I can arrange for a carriage to take you from Waterdeep to Cormier. As soon as it lands in your hand, you hear, Oh, about time! I was sure getting tired of being up there! Are we going to go defend the poor, the helpless, and the servants of Moradin? Absolutely! We're going to go find the bard! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, outside of my door, I have been etching symbols in a circular way. Carving it into the, the fine wood floor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just standing there. Uh, with everyone standing on uh, the sigil, and, and lights with magical energy, and uh, with a swirl and a splash. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes not included. You find yourself on the teleportation circle that you've used numerous occasions in Waterdeep. Ah, Waterdeep. That's just like old times, huh? The last time we were here. Good to see you, Bob. I was the, just here a couple of weeks ago. the Council of uh, Waterdeep, that's right. That's right. They were gonna, they were gonna hold it in Dragon Spear, but they thought, well, Council of Waterdeep and Dragon Spear. There was a really good mnemonic. If I remember, I can't remember what it was at the moment. <laughs> it's technically because I'm Lord of the Silvery Knights. I have an area in the castle, yeah. Regardless. Regardless, you need not worry about uh, appointments. Right. Especially now that you can make a manse wherever you are. You're just like, and manse. <laughs> you expect that Leosin will be waiting for you at the carriage house. Let's go find out the state of this carriage. Yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> the carriage house. Uh, it's only about a 15-minute walk or so, and sure enough, you do find uh, Leosin, and he is uh, pacing out in front of the carriage house. And uh, he catches sight of the three of you. And 
pieces. Ah, my friends, thank you. I am so glad that you are here. He says, I hope that this carriage meets with your approval. Is it nice? It looks very nice, actually. It's clean. I was worried about the guy that basically only eats a roll. When I said I wanted it Pretty opulent. Pretty minimal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed the edge of the... Like, and just kind of rock it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> rock it back and forth? Checking out those... Ah, sturdy! Checking out those, uh... Struts. Shock absorbers. Shock absorbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it looks in, in, in good condition. Inside, you notice that it's modestly appointed. Rich red velvet. Excellent. seats. And, this is uh, a great trip already. The curtains are silk. He says it should take just over a month to get from here to Suzale. Uh, the carriage will take you down to Baldur's Gate. At Baldur's Gate, you will go by river from. Oh, I shudder. From Baldur's Gate to Elturil, and then in Elturil, uh, another carriage will be waiting for you that will take you the rest of the way by land. Okay, uh, so the carriage meets with your inspection. And Leosin says, I hope that it will be a quick journey with a happy ending. I can be reached by Raven, if necessary. Simply uh, address it to me, and it will know how to find me. That's pretty cool. He says, I have put some provisions on the carriage, and the driver is one of our fastest. Good luck. You see the driver walks out and opens up the door. We aren't gonna have any chance to talk to him. Leosin, mm-hmm. you can you can ask him anything you want. He's standing right there. Well, I was just hoping for a place a little bit more private. I just wanted to ask you more about these these missing nobles that you alluded to earlier. There's no secret there. Quite a few noble families and cities and kingdoms and realms across Vagrun have reported nobles missing. Is there a reason for us to think it's malicious? He says, seen as how every one of the, of the stories that we have heard involves weeping mothers, I don't think this is lads going off for a bark. Oh. But, like I said, I now believe that Mark might have information that could be helpful here, or is in some way connected to these events. Then yes, let's go, let's go find him. Good luck, and God's speed. Okay. All right, I assume you uh, give the driver your gear to stow? Um, I am wearing armor, most of it, mm-hmm. some of it, a, a, a pinch, a bag, and a hammer. You're wearing a bag. And a hammer. <laughs> All right. Robe and a staff. Nice. Bunch of potions. Nice. And a little pouch. Nice clothes. So not that much to stow, I guess I'm saying. My robe of useful items. Just provisions. I mean, I have all my stuff with me. Okay. Uh, with a yeah, yeah, the driver goes the horses into action and they take off at a gallop. You go racing through the streets of Waterdeep, and as you're sitting there racing through the streets of Waterdeep, racing uh, through the gate now on to the main road, Iraq and Aspen, you hear something a little strange. Aspen, it sounds like someone is singing in dwarven. It's a little muffled, but it sounds like someone is singing in dwarven and. Erock, you hear, I envy no mortal, though ever so great, nor scorn I a wretch of his lowly estate. But what I abhor and esteem as a curse is poorness of spirit, not poorness of purse. Then dare to be generous, dauntless, and gay. Let us merrily pass life's remainder away. Uphold 
by me or friends. We our fools may despise. For the more we are envied, the higher we rise. If sorrow the tyrant invade the beast, haul out the foul fiend by the lug, by the lug. <laughs> yeah, then the singing continues. <laughs> you, you know, Aspen, you know Dwarven? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't speak a lot of Dwarven, no. I mean, I, I can understand some of it, but... Hand. What I know what the song is? It's a, a dwarven drinking song. How would you know how to sing a dwarven uh, drinking song? Uh, I mean, I, I do know a couple of those, but I wasn't singing. You weren't? No, no. I'm sitting right here, and I'm clearly talking while the singing continues. Oh, and yeah, I'm not quite that talented. <laughs> Mark was that talented. You would have harmonized beautifully. Oh, wait. So, is, is there singing? Why do you say was? And I smack. <laughs> I smack. Because I'm, I'm on top of the carriage, right? Uh, well, the carriage has a... You're all sitting inside. Oh, okay. And I think like an Old West, you know, wagon. There you go, Baron! Is it Old West and more like the uh, the Game of Thrones? But in that one, it was like a... God, it was like a moving... It was more like an, an RV kind of... Yeah, thing. that's... Yeah, it's not that. It's okay. it's much more like an Old West carriage. Okay, so we're just sitting on benches looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're hearing the singing. Baron, how how are you singing without moving your lips? It's not me, it's Nandir! <laughs> oh! To the morph who makes the morph! I, I hope he does the morph! I the drink that I'm doing, I pour it on top of my Yeah. Oh, I wish you could taste how good this is. Does it have a mouth or something? No. It's just that it looks like a hammer, but it looks you like hear a hammer, voice. but it right. you hear the voice emanating from it. I've switched to just being like completely in the know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Has he always talked? I think so. <laughs> but he hasn't always been vocal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. But he loves killing evil. He <laughs> does, huh? Too suspiciously. Here, let me see that. <laughs> You grab it. You you can try, <laughs> but it, you notice as you move it towards Erok's hand that it, it, it gets heavier. Really? No. Heavier no. Okay. And heavier. Dude, give me the hammer. I told you he's <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. What? I don't care. He, halfway, he stops in the middle of his song and he says, "A gift for one is not a gift for all." Can I say? Now where was I? <laughs> oh, there was a dragon who was so strange. I just drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go back. I pull up my phone. We have drinks, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you we all you're, tra- you're traveling with the the crew. <laughs> Baron spent it's, a month drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's mild day drinking. Don't mild. be a prude. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm allowed to smoke some yak kush, I'm okay with it. Yeah, go oh, for it. Yeah, we've been talking about this. I've been thinking of taking up drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what? No! Oh, come on! <laughs> Last I checked, there are no laws on yak kush, <laughs> and it's quite good. Tell so me about these good. yak people. Your body is a temple. Hey, hush! Keep it down. <laughs> Don't. Just remember, I'm the hammer of Mort. <laughs> you are the hammer of the hammer of Mort. 
He says, some hammer you'd be without the hammer. <laughs> I'm arguing with a hammer. <laughs> this is going to make the holiday more difficult. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize we were bringing the whole family. <laughs> this is new. Okay, just for the right, this is new. <laughs> but it's not. He's always... Right. This is new. Just him? Do I identify? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed from the general gruff overtones and and cis dorpative perspective. I prefer they. They? Oh, Jesus, that's going to make things so hard. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hammer. I don't have a gender. Drinking faster, everybody, quick. <laughs> Kush, get it out. <laughs> this will save us. <laughs> so, Baron, do you uh, do you try do yeah. you try the yak Kush? Like, what were we fighting about? <laughs> you know, you're all right. Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> you notice great. that you, it's a little bit like the puff balls, only without the uh, hallucinations. Yeah, it's like the puff balls, but things aren't eating us. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. All of a sudden, it's really warm in the cab. And true Baron's <laughs> and true Baron nature, I go, give me that, boy. You don't have to tell me how to. Oh, it's too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> I made it's a too mistake. Much. How about I? Can I just sit here and you guys ride in the carriage? And yeah, just, like, just real still. If I just sit real still, it's gonna be fine. Are those clouds closer? I don't. Know. <laughs> it's, fine. it's gonna be fine. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> More for me. <laughs> uh, E-Rock, do you enjoy the Kush? Uh, no. No. No, I am sober. <laughs> I just encourage everybody else. Are you yeah. straight edge? Is E-Rock I'm a straight edge. Yeah. Wow. No more drinking. Only magic. <laughs> well, you, no, you're not straight edge. You, you drink. That's true. That's true. Only drinking dwarf straight edge. Dwarf. <laughs> That's just water. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. It just has less bacteria in it. It just makes practical sense. Come on. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. The trip down to Baldur's Gate is much more pleasant than the last time you made the trip from Baldur's Gate up to Waterdeep. There's so few. Is that? So few screaming mushrooms. <laughs> that was so much fun. Right. When I shot the lightning bolt through yeah. all of them. <laughs> I know you were trying so hard to make that intense. All I could think was that scene from Labyrinth when they find the body of the and they're like, hey! <laughs> so you'd be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Well, I did my best. I did what I could do. That's, that's all I could ask. All right. How, so my question was, how, may, how long does it take us to get from Waterdeep to... Baldur's Gate? Several days. Well, both of okay. you. Days. No, that, that's how long it's going to take us to get to Port It'll take a month right. to get all the way. Um, okay, so on the trip down, I am... Probably about a week. Okay. I assume we are swapping a bunch of stories, because you guys have to tell me who Mark is and mm-hmm. why we're going to find him. And then when I tell my story, I use silent image to kind of like project like visuals to go along with it. Um, You're like, oh, there was this giant. It looks like this. How do rogues learn magic? Oh, no! (laughs) You promised you'd be cool! (laughs) Uh, My spellcasting is innate due to my gnomish nature, and then I have refined it 
in ways that allow me to be more versatile. So you're saying you're born with it. Well, I do have to learn magics, so I, I, I study the way other people cast magic and then... Hmm, study the magic. Yeah, my, my meta, my spellcasting ability modifier is intelligence. Mm. And I pick from the wizard spell list, so... You guys I'm ever thought about like, perhaps we like could, a little wizard? Perhaps we could share some of our not magical knowledge together. That would that would be helpful. Oh, they're gonna caress. They're gonna they're gonna sign each other a spell book. <laughs> we sign my spell book. <laughs> Stay cool. See you next year. Have a good summer. This this school year was magical. <laughs> I put my hand on both their shoulders. <laughs> I say, lads, have you ever thought about getting magic? From a higher power. Oh god, not this. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> All no, praise be tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, there's yeah. two of them now. You know. Yeah, that's right. In a brief <laughs> moment, we outnumbered. Them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You did this on purpose. <laughs> sometimes when I'm being eaten by a larger creature, I just say, "More than take the wheel." <laughs> <laughs> Your hammer says, "Sometimes." If you look out on the beach, you'll see two sets of footprints. Sometimes you see four, that's when the centaur was chasing. <laughs> but sometimes, when you only see one set of footprints, that's when you know, Moradin, he can't raise you. Moradin, you're fine on your own. <laughs> I can't sit around and watch you all day. <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> when you're the all-father. Yeah. When, when you're mean, the supreme god of To be fair, you get a lot of attention. <laughs> I gave you a hammer. He'll keep track of you from here on out. All right, so, yeah, the week passes with storytelling and, you know, signing each other's spell book. And, many t- attempted witnessings. Many, a- <laughs> many attempting proselytizations from Baron and his hammer. You... Learn about uh, Aspen's travels. Aspen, uh, is there anything you want to highlight for Baron and Erok? Any particular points from the past? Uh, that point adventure? about scrying that I made earlier. You cannot always trust a good scry. I mean, this guy had like a whole temple, and he didn't he didn't know where King Hecaton was. So, let me get this straight. You ran away from the Kraken. Uh, no, that wasn't my choice. Just saying, we would have pounded its weird reptile beak or whatever the thing is. Can you is do that from underwater? Because uh-huh. that's... Yeah, I'm not a great swimmer. <laughs> and if you wore your armor... He's quite good jump. at sinking. I'm good at jumping. But, but can't, can't jump underwater. That's not a not really a thing. I think if my cleric scale gets high enough, I can <laughs> just walk right on top of you. <laughs> More than be praised. You know, I'm a... I'm a little upset that they didn't ask us to go take care of the giants. Yeah, that I is mean, weird. We did just vanquish the queen of the dragons and then stop Maybe. the whole, you know, the whole land being taken over. They're all nobles, mm-hmm. so they probably thought it was rude to like ask. I don't someone think they there. really knew the scope of what they were dealing with. I mean, you borrow one cup of sugar, two. I, I, I guess, but we are heroes. I mean. 
don't know. It just seems like you want the master of time and space on your side when the really giant uprising occurs. Maybe, it's a bureaucratic Maybe it was problem. a personal issue. <laughs> I'm so confused by these issue. bureaus. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the Vendelant I... mailbox was crammed into the ground and frozen. <laughs> we'll check it when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be fair, uh, Erock didn't exactly make himself immediately available. <laughs> he didn't know where he was. He was just like, I get it. The universe and me, there's no difference. We're all the same. We're made of energy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I missed the invite. That would make sense. That's why they didn't invite us. Maybe the guy bringing the letter saying, hey, we need your help, got lost in the maze. <laughs> no, I know what it was. <laughs> the fire elemental. That guy has just had it out for me ever since I took control of that tower. Quit <laughs> accepting the mail. It's made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any, anything else you want to highlight? Are you just going to save your gems for when they're, when they're needed? When they're relevant? Yeah. yeah. Anything you guys want to share? Oh, I will bring up the time that we neglected to uh, loot the corpse of the giant. Oh. That's also important. Mm, yes, Because that was time where I realized I should have been paying more attention. Yeah. Well, when you get to our level, it doesn't really matter. You know, that's just piddly stuff. We, you know. You never know when you'll just find the perfect thing on somebody. No, it doesn't usually happen. It's either granted by God, or you find it in a library. Underneath the main pub part of the pub house, I found out that if you dig right below the surface, you can keep it at a pure 62 degrees, and the ale just stays chill, chill. I think I'm going to dig there when we get back. You should make a pilsner. Yes. <laughs> I really like this. I wish cat. you were a shovel. <laughs> I really like this Calic fellow you hung out with. He seemed very strong. Uh, strong was so you said he was made. He was made of water. Well, he was a water genesee, so very elementalish. Yeah, he was. I'm pretty what? certain he was part elemental. Maybe he's just a part of it. Just sweaty. No, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wipe sweat off my forehead. <laughs> no, I'm not sweaty at all. I don't know. Talk him. Hi, real. Mark usually prestigious this away. Prestigious. <laughs> He's, oh, well, I can do that. He's, oh, yeah. <gasps> this is gross. He's, he's, he's <laughs> this foul, dirty magic on him. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's intelligence. All right. He studies. Yeah. All study. Lord, <laughs> baby! <laughs> All right. Uh, it is a... Uh, it we're, is. We're the dwarves in a happier time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Well, the carriage has helped. It's made the journey uh, to Baldur's Gate uh, quite lovely. And there at Baldur's Gate, the driver transfers everyone aboard a riverboat. Oh! Oh, <laughs> shudders again. <laughs> and the last time you guys were on a riverboat, Don't on this let river... Don't anyone steal you! <laughs> <laughs> it was a fairly traumatic experience for everyone involved. But thankfully... This is going to sound weird, Aspen. But we're going to keep watch on this riverboat. <laughs> I go, Don't fe- ask. Fear not, brother. And I, I draw something on the floor, and a portal appears in the back. <laughs> I go, feel free to use my house for all hours of this trip. This is incredibly convenient. Because <laughs> I remember the last time we took a ferry, it was really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us how you have uh, furnished the manse, Erok. Well, Dayrun shows up, and that's our, that's the butler. 
He's uh, but all, only during the day. It's all yeah. yeah. There's there's night run. <laughs> <laughs> For those sometimes late minute uh, those late night ice cream cravings. And then sometimes an action show in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> there there's also uh, no that's it, the Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. The one who lights the candles is called Shadow Run. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shadows run. Oh, oh clever, clever. See, see, see. They're all magnificent dwarves. Of various genders, and uh, <clears throat> the runs. Speaking of which, where's your bathroom? Thirty-second <laughs> uh, door on the left. <laughs> That's huge. Thirtieth door on the left. <laughs> yes, yes. First floor. Don't go to the seventh. That's yeah. I keep a lot of stuff up there. It's, <clears throat> it's kind of kind of. It's, that's my work area, so. I mean, you can. You're you're welcome to. I trust you. It just seems a bit excessive. What? No, no, no. This is this. Is, all wizards do this. Listen, I just <laughs> want to take a moment and remind you that you used to live on the land with nothing. Yes, yes, in the cave. Morden provides. Morden provides. <laughs> right. <laughs> what yes. happened to you? Yes, Morden provided this magnificent mansion. Why do you have so many rings on? <laughs> <laughs> They're magical. <laughs> they give me specific benefits. That one has a pink heart-shaped gem. <laughs> Look, she was a lovely lady I met outside the maze. <laughs> and I invited her over one time. I'm pretty sure that was And a she large never sun. came. <laughs> Matter of fact, no one has seen her since. And I can't find her in the maze. <laughs> can't pick things up. But we don't talk about that. Just saying you, you know, came from a Okay, leave, Baron. Just go on out you there. Are, I will. Enjoy I will. watching your gold all night because you know it's going to be stolen. Uh, you can watch that. You <laughs> <laughs> still. Okay. I'm like, fine. No one can have the match. I shut. Yeah. The, I walk out and I okay. shut the portal down. I'm worried. I think I just. I think I didn't read the instructions in this bag, but I think I just put my hammer in another point. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably pissed. Hey, they sorry are about probably that. pissed. <laughs> I forget it's not a regular bag sometimes. Morden giveth and Morden taketh away. That's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just go in the boat. But if anyone tries to steal it, they just sink the boat. I'm really still mad about last time. <laughs> Look, you might not know this. But we had a lot of money once. Oh man, we got so pleased. We went, we went on this boat, and they just stole all of it from us. We were just—it was a lovely boat. But they were very. Little cheap. did we know they were just stealing from the coffers every night. So watch yourself. I Trust will. no riverboat ever <laughs> again. <laughs> I will keep a very good eye on my gear. I guess. I hope so. They're just havens of scum and gold. There's nothing good that comes out of a riverboat. Nothing. Oh, hi, Captain! Hey. How are you? Except for this one, it's fantastic. <laughs> yes, this it's is great. beautiful. I feel very safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, despite uh, your misgivings, your hesitations, your anxiety, and your well-founded protectiveness of your cold, <laughs> <I'm> sleeping. <laughs> it's like um, under my beard. <laughs> Man, those dwarves are really greedy. <laughs> Although, Baron, I will say that you, uh, at some point during the trip, your hammer takes the opportunity to give you a lecture on being too attached to the gold, and that um, perhaps it would be a better idea 
to give it to uh, those in need. Dude, I built them a city! <laughs> Twice! Twice! <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, though... Uh, the Cities really kind of stretch. <laughs> <laughs> the trip to El Toro is uh, without incident. Happy to happy to walk off that boat. You walk off the boat onto a, another carriage, and unlike the carriage that you took from uh, Waterdeep to Baldur's Gate, this carriage is traveling with a caravan. Okay. Whenever you kind of look out the window to in front of you or to behind you, there are wagons, and uh, this is one of the trade caravans that crosses Faerun from east to west and back again. Kushi would have milked this situation. Yeah, he was Mercurial. Mercurial. <laughs> Mer- Mercial. Yes. Would totally have done that. Mersham would have. <laughs> Mersham. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I think it was Baron who originally named him Mark. Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't say Mercurio. He was like, hard. I'm going to call you Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that he's noble, we have to refer to him in his proper name. <laughs> Hello, your highness. <laughs> the caravan moves at a much slower pace than the pace at which you traveled from Waterdeep to Baldur's Gate. It seems to stop at every little village along the way. Get out. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> it is more comfortable. It is faster and more comfortable than walking, certainly. But these roads are not nearly as well maintained. <clears throat> as the road between Waterdeep and uh, Baldur's Gate. And it makes for a very bumpy and sometimes a very rough ride. And occasionally one of the wagons will bust a wheel, and so the whole caravan and the carriage, everybody comes to a stop and waits for the repairs, and then it continues on again. Uh, at night, if you're not uh, sleeping underneath the carriage, then they've stopped in a, in a town and the driver arranges rooms for you, the public house. On the whole, compared to the last time you had to make a long journey, it's been fairly luxurious so far. But, you know, you've been on your way to Cormier now for three weeks, and uh, it would be great just to get there. As you enter into your fourth week of travel, you notice that the landscape is beginning to change. Rolling hills uh, are giving way to rocky hills. Every once in a while you smell uh, sea air, but you can't seem to figure out quite where it's coming from. Uh, eventually you find yourself uh, moving into a wide plain stretched between mountain ranges. And you notice that further east you go, more caravan guards are hired and become much more visible as the caravan slowly winds its way through the rocky mountainous terrain. You notice an elevation change, as it seems that uh, you begin on the third or fourth day of this final week to make your way down towards sea level. Finally, the carriage comes to a stop. And at first you think, oh, all right, well, you know, must uh, one of the caravan wagons must have, you know, busted a wheel, or, you know, maybe someone's run off, or, you know. You're used to stopping randomly, and you're used to stopping for a period of time, right? so... Uh, initially, you don't think anything of it, but when you don't really hear a lot of commotion and you don't really hear people moving around, uh, you decide to take a look out the window of the carriage, and you see that you are in a long line, and stretching off to the east 
are wagons and people and all kinds of humanoids on horseback, walking in groups by themselves, leading up to a large wall. The wall is about 800 yards away. You can just see the tops of it. You can see what appear at this distance to be small flags waving. And the coach driver says, well, we're in the queue. I don't know how long this is going to take. I've heard through the caravan that uh, we should expect it to take at least a couple days. And so, with that, the carriage driver gets down from his perch, opens up the door, says, you might as well get out and stretch your legs. I can tap a new cask of ale. That sounds great. Yes. Long caravan. Lots yeah. of other people probably spilling out as well, just to... And you see that not only, are, not only are people doing that, but the closer you get to the city, the, the wall uh, that surrounds this countryside, you see it looks like more and more people have been doing that for a long time. You mm-hmm. see tents and you know smoke rising from what looks like little tiny tent villages. After a little while, I start just walking over to the next group of people yeah. and just saying, like, How's it going? What you, you know, off to Cormier? Uh, basically trying to chit chat. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, you kind of make your way around chit chatting. What brings you? First, you encounter a lot of the people that you've been traveling with for the past, you know, couple mm-hmm. weeks in the caravan. Anybody stuck out so far as an interesting character? No, I mean, uh, you know, their job is to travel from one place to another, bringing goods to and fro, and most of them are families. The wagon that they carry the goods on is also the wagon that they sleep in and cook in, and it's kind of like also their home of sorts, if you will. But once you get past the caravan that you've been traveling with for a while, you start seeing all kinds of people. You see elves, and you see tieflings, and you see dragonborn, and you see half-orcs, and very large, gray-skinned humanoids. Mm. They look like miniature, Big old miniature giants. They kind of remind you of... Um, one Are they Goliaths? The... Huh? Are they Goliaths? Yeah. Oh, I know who these guys are. One of my best friends is a, is a Goliath. His name is Jador, the one I told you about. Oh, the Jador one Jador that... Giant Killer. That's right, the one that took a hammer. That's what he face. looked like. He looked like one of those guys. Mm, that's yeah. big. He's my favorite. I like him. He uses a hammer. Does it properly. <laughs> As you get closer and closer to this wall, you notice that um, there are more and more tents and little tent villages. It looks like people have been here a while. You see clotheslines and people cooking, and you see little stalls have been set up where people are selling things. He said a couple days. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. That guy's been there for... Look at all that. Well, look it's all a whole city up there. I mean, there's a lot of faces. <laughs> Just saying. A lot of poop. Yes! <laughs> well, where else are you going to go? I don't know. They should have thought They of probably that. don't have mansions. How high is the wall? Uh, the wall stands 50 feet. Ooh. Can we see people on top of it guarding? Yep. The closer you get to it, the more impressive it becomes. There are towers every about every 100 feet. You see people milling about. You see on top of the towers, you see ballistas. And the gate itself looks large enough to accommodate a large wagon. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, guards... All of them wearing plate and purple dragon heraldry. They're very good. 
and uh, they are talking to each person, checking paperwork. And some people, they are telling them, no, you can't come in. And other people, they are letting in. Uh, you're not quite sure what the criteria is. If I just sit and listen for a while, can I see if I can um, catch what one of the no's was about? Uh, one of the no's, you weren't entirely sure. The guy said that he had a bunch of firewood that he want, wanted to take in to uh, Suzale to sell. And uh, the guard said no. Yeah. Whereas another person uh, showed up... wood mites in it. you got to be careful with transplanting. Yeah, you can bring your own fire. <laughs> Whereas another person who showed up wishing to sell their crop of cabbages was let right on through. Okay. Um, are any of the purple dragons dwarves? No. Okay. Not that you see here. Are there any just milling about? Uh, well, there are, are... You see some that are kind of engaged in crowd control, although... They're doing so in a fairly casual way. Okay. Almost as though this crowd has developed and we need to make sure that things are done in an orderly fashion, but we weren't really here to do crowd control. Mm-hmm. We're here to guard the wall. Okay. I see if I can make my way over towards one of those okay. chaps. Okay. I pull out a water skin and I, uh, I just say, oh, what a mess, and then offer him a water skin. Uh, he doesn't take the water skin, but he says, yes, indeed it is. I would very much like for it to go away. I say, is it always this congested? No. First time in Cormare. Well, first time outside of Cormare. Ah, well, I hope that you will uh, enjoy it when you get the chance. But no, it is not always this congested. It has only been since Her Majesty declared the border closed. Oh, I go, oh! <laughs> I said, what would cause such a drastic measure? Is Cormare at war? Uh, there has been talk of war. I'm afraid that uh, something very dastardly has occurred. And I suspect that demons are involved. (gasps) And your hammer goes, Demons! Yes, I know. Let's smash them in the face! Oh, if we see one, we'll tell them one. (laughs) (laughs) And you see see the guy standing there, he kind of looks down (laughs) at you, and he looks kind of down, and he kind of goes, It's like, you have to excuse it. We love killing demons. <laughs> he says, that makes two of us. Oh, I knew I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well. You know, he's I, tall, but he's pretty. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I say, um, oh, well, maybe, maybe we can be more of more service then. Because I have to confess, I'm getting quite bored <laughs> and antsy sitting. <laughs> Demon sounds fairly interesting. He, says, he stops for a second and he, his eyes kind of narrow a little bit. And he says, what do you know of what has occurred? He said, I don't know anything. But at the same time, while I'm saying it, I pull back my lapel, mm-hmm. and I still have my pendant of the of the Iron Gauntlet, which I'm guessing he's going to be aware of. Yeah, he'll definitely know what the Order of the Gauntlet is. Says, I say, I have nothing, no knowledge of what occurred, but sounds like you could use some help, and we are those that help. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergetsch, Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, 
and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.